0: Man, I remind you, if you don't put it in check now, it's gonna become a habit. And so you have an opportunity right now, just do it. You have an opportunity to get started, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Carl said yesterday, you're looking at a thousand piece puzzle, like don't look at the thousand piece puzzle, just look at the edges and say, we're gonna put all the edges together. Don't get overwhelmed and look at the whole thing. Pick one spot and just do it. And you just keep doing it, and you're gonna wake up one day and whatever that mountain was, is gonna be a small mole here.
1: Before we jump into today's show, let me first introduce our sponsors. The people that help keep our show costs down so we can focus on delivering great content to you weekly. This week, our show is brought to you by ClearBank. Entrepreneurs and small business owners, if you're generating over $10,000 a month in revenue, we have an extremely special offer for you. Find out how you can receive ClearBank Capital by getting your 20-minute term sheet at clearbank.com forward slash success. That's clearbank, C-L-E-A-R-B-A-N-C dot com forward slash success. This episode is also brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, green juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping or ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten or soy. Where else can you get superfoods? chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few. So, make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I forward slash success. And now, to today's show.
0: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in Beesmoke. Gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great.
2: What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What it do, y'all? What's going on? Dr. Douglas Eric Thomas IV. the Fourth? The Four. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's got to be four of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. doing it way too big man what is the word man I'm feeling good let me tell you something I am uh fresh as a daisy of course I have my 10-year anniversary and we went to uh Mexico and listen man I I, I don't even have anything to talk about today I'm in a great mood we've been savaged <laughs> out I got all of that out of me You know what I'm saying? Laying on the beach. I got a little bit more. I got a little bit more. Okay, well, praise God. You're going to have to turn up the juice for all of us because I promise you. I got you. (laughs) I was living in a a lap of luxury and uh, came back. And, you know, it is what it is, but it's funny because it's a couple's, um, oh, I shouldn't say couple's, adult-only resort. You know, so Mm. it was just a completely different vibe. But I told Candace, it's funny. You get to see either just how sweet or how trash your marriage is when you go to the Mm. couples only. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no kids to distract you. So listen, we at dinner, and we just people watching. And I'm like, whoa, look at how many people can't even get a conversation started with their spouse. I'm talking Uh. about I'm not playing, Carl. We sitting there at dinner, me and her talking, laughing. We having a great time. You look across, they like... So, uh, Mm, mm, you can mm. tell uh, how's your, how's your, how's your meal? (laughs) Like it's zero (laughs) conversation. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Once you remove the kids, you, uh, Mm. you put a spotlight or a magnifying glass on your joint. So, you know what? I was actually convicted. I don't know if you, I don't know if you got the audio message I sent you, but I sent you an audio message. We need to go ahead and and fire the marriage joint back up. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah, because I just feel like. For real, man. Like especially those of us with younger kids. I don't know. E maybe you could speak to the older kids, but for those of us with younger kids, like the kids get so much time oh, and yeah. attention yeah. Oh, that sure. when you remove them, you like man. And then when like I'm, we weren't even making fun of nobody. We was like, yo, right. it really is like, yo, you got to figure out what your life is without them, you know. And so then it's like when you start talking, you don't want to just talk about the kids the whole time, you know what I'm saying. So it's like. You know, you got to really, you know, reconnect. But I'm like, man, it was just good for us to do that. You know, Candace likes focus time. And, you know, if we go out with a group or, you know, if Carl and Tamisha, E and Didi at the resort, that don't count for her and I. So this was the first one she said since our honeymoon. And it actually counted. But I'm talking more. I was on full focus time. I probably talked to E maybe twice.
0: I had the phone down. I texted a couple times. And both times was like, some like I need a little assistance. Like I wasn't good on that. You know right. what I'm saying? I was like, "Yo, I got, I got this a big moment. I don't want to mess up and write the wrong thing." You know what I'm saying? Like, no, so, I, so I was, yeah, I was like, "Okay, see, I know you're busy. I'll try to write it, and then you look at it, tell me what you think." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely, um, definitely. But yeah, I, it's funny, and I mentioned this before, but I remember being on—I uh, won't say it—but I was at a D1 program on the football field, and I was talking to a gentleman who also. Um, you know, was coming by to watch practice. And I was just telling my man, you know, that my daughter was on her way, you know, to school. And he was just like, yo, what you gonna do? And I was like wondering, like, what do you mean by that? And he was just saying what you said. Like, I don't know if I could be with my wife by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, yup, you probably have gotten so focused on the kids, you know, that again, you, you didn't build y'all. So why would you want to be an empty nester, you know. what I'm saying if you never pour into your marriage, you know. And 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 then another dude told me he was like, "Oh, you an empty nester?" I was like, "Yeah." How long? Three. He's like, "Oh, well, at fi- after five, you gonna be burnt out." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> wow. He was like, "Oh, yeah, after five, bro, you gonna want your kids to come back home."
2: Oh, and I was like, bro, oh, don't you love bro, it? Crazy. I love them people crazy, who love to spit bro. venom. It's uh-huh. the same people who told me never to get married. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, my man, yeah. you chose wrong. That that that's a uh uh you gonna punish me because you
0: <laughs> you messed up? Well well, you Damn. know what? Yeah, I just think I don't even get upset anymore, but even when we talk about um, cause somebody was asking me about the conference this weekend in New York, and what you gonna teach, you know, that you and I was like, yo, I'm not, you on riches, I'm on wealth, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a couple mm-hmm. people it's that different. be hitting me, see, and I just feel so bad because I'm like, yo, y'all chasing. And I actually said it today. I sent Nikki a video and I said, yo, I'm sick and tired of, like, people are so near mine. Secure the bag. I was like, yo, I'm not saying that no more. Doggone it, secure the life. Mm. Secure the life, bro. you securing the bag, so you got money. But I know so many dudes who think they sweet. You done lost your wife. You on your second marriage. You don't necessarily have a relationship with your kids, or you do, but because your marriage ain't working out, you you, you separate your kids stand with your... Wife, ex-wife and your kid and I'm like bruh or you don't have mental and emotional health it's like you trying to drive a car to pretend like you he- healthy when you know you're not healthy and I just think that's that's a big part of it too see we got to get to later with the marriage it's like you stress a marriage out when you ain't your best you stress it abortion. out yeah. you know what I'm saying you, you stress it out when you ain't sweet so now you you got this person that has to deal with your ego Or deal with your insecurities, and you trying to buy stuff that you can't afford. You a liability to the marriage, you know. So that's another thing. Eventually, we gotta talk to. But I will say this: at this age, of course, the kids are grown, you know, and 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 the responsibilities are not that great. Like Jalen could take care of himself. Jada could take care of herself. But my wife said something to me in worship the other day. She's like, "Yo, I just want to thank God for you because you have put us in a financial position where, when we want to," we could still have the kids with us, you know? So when we went to San Diego and looked for homes, I already know Didi, Didi like a super duper family person. You know what I'm saying? That's just what she is. And so I knew she wouldn't want to tell the kids about the houses. And I also knew that she would want their opinion about houses, like she would want them to go, oh, which would you like? What don't you like? Cause Didi thinking the grandkids, she want to have a spot for the grandbabies one day, whatever, she just think like that. You know, and then we were in at New York this past weekend. I had to do, of course, the NBA rookie transition. So Jalen was there for me. I had an NBA client um, that we spent some time with. Jalen was there with me. And then of course I went with T Mac with the Giants. You know what I'm saying? And so um, Didi was like, yo, San Diego, we brought the kids. You know, New York, the kids were able to be with us. And so while me and Jay was doing work, Didi and Jada was shopping. And so, you know, Didi was just like, yo, I just, I just want to thank God for you because like you have literally put us in a position where we don't have to choose between, you know, can the kids come? She's like, if the kids don't come, that's just because we didn't want them to come, not because we couldn't financially have them to come. And so, yeah, see, even at this age, your, your wife, I don't say my wife, it could be husbands who listening as well. I just don't necessarily need my kids with me every time I make a move, but my wife does like to see them at least once a month every, and not even see them. Like did he like all of us to still be together? You know what I'm saying? Like did he still want to go out to eat together, go uh, to the amusement park together, you know? And so, um, and so yeah, bro, I really worked hard on having a life with Didi because I knew one day the kids would leave and I did. I, I, I mean, I'm I, shoot. I know some people like you corny, but I'm just going to be real, bro. Like it feels like we dating again. You know what I'm saying? It feels like back in high school and back in college, you know what I'm saying? When we had no responsibilities. And um, and so it's just a great feeling. So I would say to those of you out there, love on your babies, do all of that. But don't get to the point where, you know, like C said, you and your spouse don't just go away and spend time alone. And then also don't don't don't. And I know you love your kids like I get it like. Like I told you, I understand kids rule the world now. Like I, am clear on that. But here's a challenge, <laughs> you know. And I'm just being real, bro. Like I heard a story yesterday that I can't mention. That you oh know, come on, man, we got, we got insurance. We got insurance. No, no, we don't have that. We don't have that kind of insurance. No, this but, kind uh, of insurance. Yeah, we, we got full that kind coverage. Of <laughs> I, I switched yeah, our policy. policy. I switched our policy up. I will. I will say this. I was like, yo, you send them to my grandma's house. I promise you, when he, they come back, they're gonna be good to go. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I'm talking we, about boot camp. We, we, no. Oh, I'm talking about yeah, <laughs> you know my saying? grandma have you right. My grandma boot had camp. you type work when Lab. you get back. Lab. But I, I will say this: see, I, I would caution every millennial parent. Love your child, but don't love your child so much so that when they become adults, they're not self sufficient, because then you're gonna be you, you, you're not gonna be able to get rid of them. You know what I'm saying? Because you love them so much, if they're not self-sufficient, you're not gonna leave them just out there because you ain't leave them out there before. You know, and that's the one thing that like, my wife will say. She like, yo, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I wasn't feeling you on how you was ra- like raising Jalen. She's like, I wasn't feeling you. I'm like, I don't care that you weren't. You a female, I'm a male. So I'm not really, <laughs> you don't know how to raise men. So I'm not, I wasn't mad at you, you know, but I can honestly say, especially in the last few months, there's some moves that he's made that I'm like, yo, I feel good as a father that if something was to ever happen to me, I know my son wouldn't be in a position where he got to come back and live at home. You know, he would be in a position where he's sufficient enough that I know he would step up and he'd be able to be there for his mom and be there for his sister. And that was hard for me, see, because I didn't necessarily want to, you know, do that. Uh, But it's helping me even in my marriage where I don't have this child who's so dependent and he got to be at the crib every week or he got to call me every two seconds when he trying to make a decision like dad should i do this should i do that and it's like bro you know i've taught you how to hunt you know so now you're in a position where you're about to have your own family you got to get out there and hunt bro so uh yeah that's the that's the that's the other piece too
3: let me go back Ian. shout out jamie and katrina see jamie and katrina well Ian yeah. Dede started a whole marriage thing at the church what about six eight months ago i don't remember last yeah. year maybe yeah. And this last weekend, see, so once a month, like some couple in the church just brings a marriage program. And just to your point, like we're being intentional about investing in our relationships. You know what I'm saying? And dude, when I tell you Jamie and Katrina put a session on, bro, like I'm talking about, I feel like I got married. I got married this weekend. mm, Like that's how it felt. Like like they put a session on, dude, that made you go back and revisit and talk about some stuff. And just and then like I'm talking about part of their hookup was stop and prayer for your wife's health specifically. Stop and pray for your husband's this. Like, I'm talking about specifically. So it's like, it made yeah, you think about stuff mind. that you were thinking. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah, like, stuff yeah. that you hadn't been thinking about. Because, again, like, like, we get it. Everybody busy. Kids back to school it's crazy. But, like, no, that made you stop and think. And they had a, man, what I tell you? Like, it was like a weekend to just reset, restart. Bruh. I not know where my kids was at. I, I promise you. I ain't thinking about them jokers. Bro, I thought I was on a Tyler Perry
0: show. I thought I was on the Tyler Perry show. I I yeah. Tyler Seriously. Perry show. Seriously. Yeah, why, and, and, and not, and not. Like, you know, I see sometimes people wait till like they're on the brink of divorce to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. What's so sweet about what we've been doing the last, you know, few months is that it's maintenance. See, it's like we ain't waiting once a month. Yeah. we going to change the oil, rotate the tires, you know, get that sucker clean, clean the inside, outside, put a little air uh, freshener in that boy. And it's just so refreshing, man. And we came home, Carl, mm-hmm. and did it with we did it. We did it. Like me and Didi came home, Jada came in the bedroom, and me and Didi kind of discussed because what they asked C was, let's talk about a situation between you and your wife that's like kind of, you know, almost unresolved. It's kind of like she feel one way about it, you feel one way about it, Mm. but you don't really want to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let's not even deal with that because it's going to mess up the happiness we having. You feel me? And we came home, and Didi and I talked about something, and Jada was there, And Jada was like, yo, mom, dad, I'm going to be real with y'all. That ain't even y'all fight. That's something dad need to talk to Jalen about. You know what I'm saying? But because that's both of y'all child, y'all both going to talk about it. And Didi, you feel a certain way about it. Eric, you know, dad, you feel a certain way about it. But that's not even your conversation. Like dad should have a conversation with Jalen about it. And I picked up the phone and had a conversation with Jalen about it. And I love the assessment. Man, I'm telling y'all, like, forgive me for just, you know what I'm saying? But it's just a game changer. I called Jay, and this is what I mean, like, when I tell you he grown now, see, you know what I'm saying? He said to me, "Your dad, you know, based on the test, I need to process this information first. Like, I don't want to respond to you. Let me process it. And then after I process it, give me like 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, bet, no problem. I hung up the phone. He texted me back was like. Yo, were you good with the 24-hour period? You know, I was like, I'm great with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't tripping. I just need to Whereas, c knows nose with me and Boog maybe two years ago. It wouldn't have went down like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I would have just been like, yo, this is how I feel. He would have taken it. He would have he heard it in his filter. He would have heard it, like, from his perspective. But he was like, "Nope, let me go process it. I know what you are. Let me think about what you really saying to me and give me 24 hours, I'm gonna come back to you and we'll be able to whatever. And so Jamie's thing is she right, he right and stop. And so for me and Jalen yesterday, it wasn't a I'm right, he right. It was one of those things where Jamie talked about, like we need to stop. Like we can't, like where we are right now, we don't need to talk, like we need to stop, we need to process. And sometimes I think without the right tools, see, People's marriages, relationships, in, in general, just get messed up. And so, yeah, we definitely need to. Um, since we've been doing that at the church, Carl said eight months. We probably just need to go back, Carl, over all the sessions we had and document those. And at some point, give what we're doing at the church. We probably need to uh, give to the world. See, no doubt. Uh, I'm I'm with it. I, I'm
2: I'm pissed. I didn't get none of this information already you know what i mean (laughs) i'm like sure why didn't nobody tell me um all right cool well that uh yeah that that does it we'll we'll make it happen we'll make it shake out of mexico too because i promise you uh shout out to everybody coming to mexico no disrespect to jamaica or punta cana or none of that but mexico is number one in my heart in my book uh just for the service man is it was incredible so i know we are going back to mexico uh when april april uh so hopefully everybody's gonna join us there and uh we actually went past the hotel we're doing it at crazy so looking forward to that as well um so yeah we'll definitely have uh some some time for some marriage stuff in mexico and then probably do a whole whole marriage thing uh hopefully sometime soon man and get quest involved and you know, really take that thing to the next level. All right, well, for those of you who are single, this next portion of the podcast may be better suited for you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead and listen through that. Don't worry, you'll you'll be married at at some point, and you'll need some of that information. Um, But we're going to transition really quickly. Um, I want to play something, and then I'm going to just kind of wind E up and let him go. Um, Just, uh, let me just play it, and then we'll... it's self-explanatory, you know what I'm saying? So let me just play it and I get out the way.
0: Yup, yup, I need the All Blacks. I need the All why? Because they say what I'm saying. They just said it in rugby, I don't say, I don't, I'm like, woo, that's a violent sport. That passion is all over there, why? Because winners win. I can't explain it to you, but you better stop making excuses and find a way to win. Because once you start winning, you go from 1,500 to 3,000, to 5,000, to 7,000. You remember, see, from seven to 10, nothing changed. We still in the basement. We don't have a building. We still use the garage for all of our products. We don't have business cards. We don't have a five-year plan. We don't have a three-year plan. How do you do it then? Even we wake up and grind. Winners win. I focus more on winning than I focus on structure. I focus on winning, and when you become a winner, They start seeing you with winners. You get from being a loser, low self-esteem, doubt, and fear. And if you can find your way on this side, guys, it's sweeter on this side. You You know what's so funny? We want people to make guarantees to us, but we're not willing to make guarantees to ourselves. Now, I'm going to say it again, like you, somebody gave you a guarantee, $30, 30-day guarantee. In 30 days, if, they, if you don't make what they told you was going to make, in 30 days, you got an attitude, you want your money back. But you've never demanded your money back from yourself. You've never looked at yourself in the mirror and said, you let you down. Until you get to that point, you let you down. You never you're not brave enough you want to put it on somebody else the reason why I'm not successful is because of my boss have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and said I'm not getting up on time I'm not going to work on time I'm not putting in 120% when I'm at work I let me down and when you get to the point where you can say you let you down I don't care listen to me no disrespect I don't care about Glenn that's not why I do what I do and I love Glenn I don't come here and do what I do so Glenn can affirm me so he can give me a pat on my back I care more about me than I care about what Glenn thinks about me. I have standards, I have values. I don't care how much you pay me. If I speak at an elementary school for $300, I chose to do that for $300. If I chose to speak at a prison for free, I chose to do that and I will not go in there giving those prisoners less than when somebody pays me a hundred thousand. Why? Because I value myself enough to give hundred and twenty percent or don't do it. And that's the problem with some of you. You always want to blame other people. You always want to hold other people to the fire, but you're not holding yourself to the fire. You just say you're giving fifty percent. You owe you an explanation. You owe you an explanation. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, why are you only giving fifty percent? What's wrong with you? You need to put yourself on punishment. You need to tell you no more TV, no more snacks, no more desserts, no more, no, we working out now. No, no more alcohol, not right now. Not, no, I can't handle it right now. You need to tell you that you owe you something. Stop going back to, you, you keep going to the mall with the receipt, this is what y'all said it was. Glenn, you didn't do what you said you was gonna do. Well, you didn't do what you were supposed to do, so how am I gonna do what i was supposed to do for you? You walk out of this room, you owe yourself. I didn't get here making excuses, so what, my father wasn't in my life, the truth of the matter is he ain't never coming to my life. So what, I'm going to wait for the rest of my life for my man to come? He ain't coming, I live in America, I'm an African American male, they don't treat us the same. It's something called racism, I ain't going to cry about it, it's probably going to be racism till the day I die, but I'm not going to cry about it, I'm still going to be a millionaire, I'm still going to be one of the top motivational speakers in the world. No, I didn't grow up on that side of the town. No, my mama don't have no network. No, I don't know a whole lot of people. No, I'm not at a country club. No, I don't play golf, and I don't plan on playing no time soon. But I'm still gonna be successful. I'm still gonna get to where they are. Why? Because I owe it to myself. And can't nobody stop me but me. And you need to get rid of them excuses, and you need to stop pointing fingers at people. And you need to start pointing fingers at yourself. What did you not do? See you next I, week. I don't know if I need to say that. Right. Where do we go from I, there? Yeah, I don't know if I need to say anything, but I will. I will. I will just tell you what came to mind. So this is a transparent moment, right? Transparent moment for those of you listening, and I think that's why you got to value what we bring to the table, guys, because we just keep it 100. And as I was listening, what came to my mind never even never even talked about this before, but my marriage, and I remember being so. Um, Frustrated with my wife, you know, I used to just be like, you know, we're supposed to be Christians and the Bible says you're supposed to cleave and leave And I just thought, you know, for a time frame my my relationship I'm sorry my wife's relationship with her mom. I just felt like yo, my girl is like You know, it's like I, like why, when you gonna leave your mama like I know your mama wasn't married I know it was just you and your mom you was a single, you know, your mom was a single parent you know, you was an only child but like I just feel like you give you let you like you not checking your mom on some stuff. I feel like you not, you know, giving your mom boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm making sense, see, but I kind of felt like it was me, Didi, and her mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel like it was just me and Didi. I felt like her mom, you know what I'm saying, was like Third wheel. you know, in a yeah, in our, in our you know, in our business. Your mama's in or my maybe business. maybe you
2: was the third wheel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: That's how I felt, see? But then one day, you know, it hit me, bruh. It hit me. And I want y'all to listen, please. Listeners, listen. I realized I married this woman and I wasn't financially in a position to take care of her. You know, she had to go to work. You know, I was working on my career, but like we weren't, we didn't have the life that she was used to living, you know? And guess what? Mom, Her mom used to come up there on a reg, bruh. She used to come up to, she used to drive all the way to Huntsville, Alabama on a regular. And every time she would come, I've told, I don't know if I told, I'm sure I said something about it, but she used to bring us canned goods, right? And I'm talking about canned goods for days. She used to bring us rice, you know, uh, all, you know all, the, all the staples, you know, that could last. And I'll never forget, you know, she would give us money. And then every now and then, like, she'd hide money in the Bible because she knew how prideful Didi was. Diddy was like, yo, I got this. And it hit me one day, see, like, yo, this is why she got, like, you you, you want to be the boss. Like, you want to be the man. Like, you want to walk <laughs> around here like I'm the man of the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? You know, like, and, and, and maybe by title, maybe, maybe when I had the private marriage uh, ceremony at the courthouse, see even that like it's so funny how humans like it's so funny how hard we are on other people it's so funny how hard we are on other people's kids and not ours like it's so funny how we give ourselves a pass like it it would even be cool if we were like equal like okay this I'm on my kids I'm gonna be like that on the next door neighbor's kids but like we we give our kids a pass we give ourselves a pass without even knowing it and I'm like why does Didi mama and our and why does she and one day I woke up was like it is the three of y'all she paying your rent it is the three of (laughs) y'all she bringing groceries because you can't afford to buy groceries it is the three of y'all she had to buy her daughter a car so her daughter can get from school um, to work uh uh, back home because you couldn't afford to do it so it is the three of y'all and it will be the three of y'all until you take care of your business and I must say today, I don't have that problem with Didi and I don't have that problem with Didi's mom. Why? Because I'm not I'm not saying I'm a man, but I got Didi's mom sponsoring my manhood. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm a man and I got Didi's mom sponsoring our marriage. Like for real. And and I remember just like I I, I need to go repent to her mom now and repent to Didi because I used to be pissed. Like, why you got to call your mom? Why you got to ask your mom's permission? Like uh, this us. I'm hungry. I'm for real, but I never thought about that. No. Why would you You feel me? I'm just thinking like whatever. And so I'm saying to y'all on the phone. And this is what I've been trying to explain to people who uh, I'm close to. I had a good friend here this weekend and I was just trying to explain to people it's like, yo, why am I responsible for your flight? How did I become responsible for your rent? How did I become responsible for your like, yo, mm. like, why, 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 is it, you know, what I'm saying? So when people are et, you didn't do this and you didn't do that, like, yo, bro, you ain't responsible for me. Like, Didi, I'm trying to get Didi to Cali because of you. You ain't you ain't giving me no money to help me do that, and I don't I, and I don't, I don't I don't I'm not looking for you to do that. But why is it that I got to be responsible for me and I got to be responsible for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you understand the pressure you put me in that? Like, if I get an Uber, I got to pay for it. But if you get an Uber, I got to pay for that. You, you feel me? Like, why why, why, why do I have to pay for my Uber, but you ain't got to pay for your Uber? Why do I have to pay my rent, but you don't have to pay your rent? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you looking for other people and you want to boss up? For real, this is for those of you who want to boss up. This is for those of you who want to have your rights. How do you want to have your rights, but somebody else is sponsoring it? You feel me? And that's why I told C back in the day. And, and I think he understands now when C would be like, yo, E, why are we not looking for sponsors and what the bank did this and the bank did that. And my thing was just like, yo, C, if they bless us, bro, then they get a say. It is what it is. They got, they have equity. They get to decide if we do this or we don't do this or they get a say in it. If we build this thing from the ground up, don't nobody get to make a decision but us because we built it up. And so, I, man, for those of you who are listening, I'm just saying you got to get to a point, And this is what I did. I allowed my mother-in-law to do stuff for me that I should have done for myself. I, she should have never been in a position to do that. Maybe I should have waited to get married. Maybe I should have waited till I was in a better financial position to mm. get married. But here I am now married and want to be the man. But she got a sponsor and support everything. Mm. So I'm, I'm saying it wasn't fair to her that I married her daughter and couldn't give her daughter at least the lifestyle that she had already had. Diddy wasn't used to eating out of canned goods. Diddy wasn't used to um, uh, uh, having to get a the ride or somebody to go somewhere. She, mm-hmm. downgrade. she got downgraded, bro. Wow. No, she did. She got downgraded. But she but I went from the leather around, seats you know, to the soft cotton. <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? And, 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 uh, well, I'm not playing. See, you no playing? No CD saying, player. N- AC n- didn't n- work. Nothing at all. Yeah, I'm saying wow. she went to no 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 furniture in the first apartment. We couldn't even afford to get. I'm sorry. We went a few weeks months without furniture until her mama found out and then bought us some furniture and brought it down. What,
2: y'all, what, what right. were y'all sleeping on? Air mattress?
0: Um, no, we had just gotten a little, you know, I'm gonna be real. You know how you get, buy those little mattresses from like the cheap little furniture spots. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, a little cheap one. And then mom's Dukes was like, "Ma'am, I can't have my daughter living like that. And she brought, fr- furnished the crib, bro. for the most part. Wow. She furnished the first spot, bro. But I'm sitting up here saying, see, who she thinks she is, and why Didi, and there are those of you doing the same thing. You like, why is my mama? Because you living in her house. Why is my mama tripping? Because you driving her car. Why, why? You wanna make, you wanna make decisions, but you don't wanna pay for the decisions. You wanna make, listen to, her, I'm saying slower. You wanna be the boss. You want to, you you feeling like my mom ain't she you know she didn't give me um she took my manhood or my whatever she's not allowing me to get in the process why you ain't you not paying to be in the process you you know what I'm saying like you you didn't you didn't give your portion so how are you making decisions when you in her basement how are you making de- decisions when you got you and your wife living in her crib you know what I'm saying so I, but I look at the DD today I don't have those problems I'm just being real like I don't have those problems from her mom mom got mad respect for me why Because mom lost her job and was in a position where, you know what I'm saying, that that her uh, um, place of employment, you know, just bottomed up and they went bankrupt. And so guess what? She does some things on her own, but whatever she can't afford, I take care of the rest. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And with Didi, it's like, yep, I got your mom. I got you. You don't got to work no more. Jalen worked for the company. Jada worked for the company. And it's a different say. It's a different Didi. Didi treat me different. But even with Dee, Dee, there was a disrespect, not, not necessarily like disrespectful, but there was a time where Didi Dee Dee wasn't treating me the way she treat me now. And I'm sure it had a lot to do with like, yo, I got to call my mom and ask for money. You supposed to be the man. You sitting here on the couch playing video games and you letting somebody else take care of us. And some of y'all think that's cute when other people take care of you. Like you think that's mm. cute when somebody bail you out and pay your rent. You think that's cute. Oh, so-and-so gave me $10,000. They love me and they whatever. Bruh, that's not cute. You feel me? Like your mama or your daddy taking care of your wife, that ain't cute. Or your wife, I mean your mother or your father got to take care of your husband. Like guys, that ain't cute. And so what I'm asking you to do is you owe you. You owe you what? If you want a car, you owe it to yourself to go buy one. If you want a house, you owe you to do what it takes to get the house. If you want to... And watch this, guys. This is so big, C. And C don't even know what he did. And, and I want you to explain this, C. And I want you to explain how it felt. You sent Moni, uh, Chuck, me and Didi, uh a picture of what? I'm. I, you kind of alluded to it, but what'd you send us a picture of? Uh, You talking about the video or the pic? Yes. Yep, the video. Oh, yeah.
2: No, so, um, of course, I, I don't even... I guess we never told the story, but um, coming out of college, obviously, and Candace still had, she just reminded me, she had another semester left when we actually, um, you know, went on the trip or whatever, and went on our honeymoon. So we got married, of course, you know, we had spent all the bread on the wedding, so we planned on going to Chicago, and E and Dee Dee, Chuck and Moni, uh, they had, I guess, got together behind our backs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, talked to our parents, made sure our passports were straight and threw up the loot to get us to Mexico. And um, so we ended up, we didn't even know until the night of Carl, Tamisha, E. Didi, uh everybody came over was like, yo, we know y'all, you know, supposed to go to Chicago. And they just like, boom, y'all going to Mexico. So we was like, yo. And so I know that they put up the paper and I'm like, man, this is big. Like, especially at the time, I didn't even know how much it was. You know what I mean? We literally didn't pay for a thing. Like Moni gave us the whole itinerary was like, here's what y'all gonna do. And we literally left like the next day after our wedding to go to um, this place. And so we got there. It was beautiful, it was incredible, 10 years ago. And then 10 years ago to the day, Candace and I were walking through the resort and I just flicked the the phone on and was like, yo, let's send them a video, you know, just letting them know like, yo, y'all put up the bread to get us here before. And we just wanna let y'all know one, how grateful we are, but two, you know, we were able to get ourselves back here mm-hmm. as a result yeah. of yeah. the example, yeah. and y'all believing us yeah. when we were young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No it's like, yo, I was 26. No you know what yeah. I'm saying? When we was there, yeah. Candace was 22, but now we talking about 36 and 32. You know, and you know, just 10 years later to be in that exact same spot, but not to have to call and be like, hey. Can y'all uh, put 500 on it? Yeah. Can y'all put yeah. 1,000 yeah. on it? Yeah. It's like, dog, I'm good. But we had that example from yeah. back then. Yeah. And so it was a moment yeah. for us. And like when we took the video and sent it to y'all, it was like emotional for us because we were just like, man, this is like crazy. 10 years ago, there's no way in the world we could have afforded this. And now, you know what I'm saying? We could stay an extra couple weeks if we need to. We best, might not that be the best in, the, in the presidential yeah. like Ian yeah. Didi. We <laughs> we're tonight, but we in this joint. We're, hey, and this time, not only were we there, and, and shout out to y'all, because we ain't know no better. Last time, we was in the little junior suite with the partial ocean view where you, if you lean out your window and break your neck, yeah. you can see the ocean. Yeah. And this time, yeah. we had the full ocean view with mm. the jacuzzi on the deck, you know, just the whole nine. And so it was, um, yeah, it was one of those full circle moments, if you will. So, yeah, that was the video.
0: mm yeah, and I just I'm just saying that to let everybody know it's like you felt like you owe you. And when C sent it to me, I was so geek because I was like, okay, Carl them just went to Barbados. C went to Mexico, and it's like, yo, you you pay. It feels dip, like, look, I ain't gonna lie, I am super great. That's why my mother-in-law, I'm like, yo, you know, that's between you and your daughter, how much money you get, you know what I'm saying? That don't got nothing to do with me, but you ain't gotta never worry about me supporting you. Because you supported me way before I was in a position to support you. You know what I'm saying? Hands down, super grateful. But see, it feels so good to do it on my own. And I see, I let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all why you owe you. I have literally seen my son when we were looking at homes, because I know both like I know Jada and Jada, J- you know, Jalen a high D. So he know, he knows kind of C. You know what I'm saying? Like he hear people talk, but he kind of still look at my lifestyle and go, Ah, maybe, maybe he do, maybe he don't. You know what I'm saying? He he a bottom line kid. When we looked at the cribs in San Diego, he was like, Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, I got it, I see it, okay, yep, all right, Dad, I'm proud of you. I told you. See, he sent me a text like, Dad, I'm proud of you, right? So when we hit the when we when we hitting um, the NBA and kids coming up to me like, Yo, no, 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 no. I don't want to take a picture. Can we sit down and talk? Like, I need to talk. Like, you've been a father to me from a distance. I need to talk. What would it take for us to, you know, so when Jay starts seeing me walking in New York and people just coming out of me nowhere, chopping it up, um, like I said, we was at an NBA player's house at their family, chilling, and Jaylen see me in there with them, and Jaylen see how they responding to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, E, I deal with you because you keep it real. Whatever. My, Listen to me. See, my son is seeing, oh, Oh, my father didn't pay his dues, and I see what that looks like. He got a different level of respect for me, see, than if I'm sitting at the career playing video games. You feel what I'm saying? Like He got a different level of respect for me as a father, as a man, when he see me speaking, traveling all over the world, I ain't getting tired. I'm telling him, scoot over, I'ma drive. He like, Dad, how do you do it? I do it for your mom and I do it for you. You ain't got a wife and kids yet, so you can burn out. You know what I'm saying? Because you're doing it for yourself. And he gets to see, my daughter gets to see, like, whoa, this what it looked like. And so we owe it to ourselves to do it, but we also owe it to our kids to see what it looks like when you ain't on the couch waiting for somebody to pay your mortgage. And I look, we all, I have been on assistance. Don't ever get it twisted. Me and Didi been on assistance. Mama, uh, the government, like, been there, done that. But the thing Didi taught me is I don't care if my mom got to send us loot. I don't care if we gotta be on assistance. I don't care. But we can't be on assistance and you on the couch. We, we can't do mm. both. We can't be on assistance and you playing video games. We can't be on assistance and you playing flag football. You in the flag football league and we on assistance. <laughs> Didi like, yo, you owe, you owe, you owe it to us, Eric. To grind and and I'm not trying to get on your last nerve. I'm not trying to be no gorilla, but I know the potential you have. And I know if you put forth effort, you're going to kill it. But you owe it to you, Eric, to stop waiting on other people to bless you. Like get up and bless yourself. And that's the thing that Didi taught me when I was younger. I've always had this gift. I've always been able to speak. I ain't always been a businessman. I've not always thought like this. I've not always And so I'm just saying to those of you who are listening, some of the stuff that is rightfully yours is rightfully yours, but you can't expect somebody else to give you that. That thing that you're dreaming for and hoping for and wishing for, you have every right to dream and wish for it. You have every right one day to walk in it, to live in it. You have every right to make however much money you want to make, have whatever kind of relationship, like whatever your um, uh, dream is, you have every right. But you don't have the right to ask another human to sponsor that. You don't have the right to do that. You don't have the right to ask another human to take their energy and use their energy to bless you. Now, if they do it, praise be to God. But you don't have the right to sit and wait for somebody else to do something for you that you could do yourself. So when you see another human do it, I don't ever get jealous when I see people are bi-coastal. I wasn't jealous. When I heard Snowbird before, I wasn't jealous. I was like, ooh, you could do that? You can you can have a house here and have a house there? Oh, how do you do it? I remember calling Josh. Josh, how do you do that, Josh? Because you're doing it. How do you live here and then you live here? And Josh was like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do that, but first you got to do that. I'm like, all right, well, let me go do that because... I, why shouldn't I have, and why shouldn't I have an infinity? I'll be real with you. I'm looking at properties with infinity pools. I'm like, all right, I need an infinity pool with a jacuzzi, with, with, with all kind of stuff. I'm like, yo, I need that right there. Uh, the, the, the wall blew out and you could just see the mountains. I'm like, I need mm. that right there, but I'm not going to call my mother and ask my mother to do that for me. I'm not going to call my mother-in-law and ask my, I made that mistake at 19, at 20, at 21. I'm not going to call my mentor and tell my mentor it's hit. You, uh, bottom line, you can have whatever you want, but you owe you. And let me just say this last one. See, this is the one you really got to be careful of. When you let somebody else do that kind of stuff for you, you give that person power. Right? And and and, and my, my mother-in-law had power she shouldn't have, and access she shouldn't have had, and rights and privileges she shouldn't have had because I allow her to do stuff for us that she shouldn't be doing but by her doing it I gave her that power I gave her that access I gave that to her I gave her that you understand what I'm saying I'm not being disrespectful my I don't make moves without my mom I don't I don't make my wife don't make moves without calling her mom like it ain't like we being disrespectful not like yo I got money nah wait till I get my money right <laughs> you can't tell me nothing right I'm not on that. I'm not on, I got my money right, you can't tell me nothing. But my mother-in-law had privileges that she shouldn't have had because I didn't do what I was supposed to be doing. So the next time somebody bless you, you stop and ask yourself, is this a blessing or are they enabling me? Which one is it? Now, if it's a blessing, you better take that joke and run with it because God does put us in positions where um, that, that, that there are blessings. But sometimes God puts us in positions where we shouldn't take that blessing because it's enabling us. It's a curse. And it's not going to allow us to step up to the plate and do what we're supposed to do. So I may not have see all of it out of my system. It might all be gone. We might be able to talk about something lighter next week. But I just wanted to do the action steps because I'm growing in my C, And I'm learning in my eye that, you know, e, yeah, for real, I'm, 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 I'm very emotional. I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm going to tell you from my heart But then with the C, I'm trying to up my C because I'm trying to give you action items. And what I want you to do is I want you to know, should somebody be paying that for me? Like, should I let somebody give me the money for that? Or is that my responsibility? Is this something that, you know, I should be doing? You feel me? Like, is this something my son called me, you know, see next year, you know, uh, is the wedding. And I just let my man know like, yo, I'm gonna be real with you. There's some stuff you should be doing. Now I'm in a position where I could do quite a bit um her family's in a position where they could do quite a bit. I'm not I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not not going to be a blessing to you But I need you to do me a favor I need don't let me do what you supposed to be doing like know what you supposed to be doing and don't go well Because you know our parents are in a financial position where they can bless us Don't do that what you need to do you need to do what I need to do I will do like I got I got me her parents got her but what don't don't let me rob you. Don't let me do for you what you because I made that mistake already. You put your money to the side. You hustle. You grind. And the stuff that you're supposed to be doing, don't let nobody else do that. The stuff she's supposed to be doing, don't let nobody else do that. The stuff the parents are supposed to be doing, you let the parents do that. So my action item to you is anytime somebody come to you and say, hey, bro, I'm going to bless you with this. Ask yourself. Is that my responsibility? Because if it is and I take it, then I just lost power. If I take it, I, 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 I just lost the ability to earn what I'm rightfully supposed to earn, right? But what you're supposed to give me as a blessing, I'm going to take that. Don't be the person that's prideful and you don't take blessings and you're like, I'm good. I don't need that. I don't want that. Sometimes people are not blessing you because they think that you don't have it. But they just want to say thank you. You understand what I'm saying? That's all. They just want to say thank you. So that's my action item for you is know the difference between the two. And when it's when it's something you're supposed to do, don't let anybody else do for you what God has asked you to do for yourself and do for your family or whoever you look to as I'm responsible for this group. Don't ever let anybody else come and do for them what you're supposed to do for them. Yeah, we got a new sponsor. Clearbank is giving you an
3: opportunity. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this sponsor is specifically for you. Clearbank is changing the way that entrepreneurs raise money with equity-free capital. You guys are familiar with Shark Tank? Well, there is a show in Canada called Dragon's Den. That's just a you know similar show. And the co-founders of that, Michelle Ramanow and Andrew D'Souza, after seeing how many companies were willing to part with precious equity for an exchange, just for, for you know a bigger marketing budget, they decided to come up with this company called ClearBank. And what ClearBank does is it literally, it makes equity-free investments ranging from $10,000 up to $10 million It can get you a term sheet in less than 20 minutes. You heard it right, I said less than 20 minutes. It's not a loan. There's a small flat fee for the capital and you pay them back using a win-win revenue share. There's, Listen to me, there's no interest rates, there's no fixed maturation date. no personal guarantees, no credit checks, no financial covenants. So how they do it, you ask. ClearBank has relationships with marketing agencies, e-commerce professionals, venture capitalists, accountants, and more, much, much more, giving you a true, really an unfair advantage in, in the market and as for their track record, ClearBank has invested over $150 million in 2018, and they're on track to invest over $1 billion this year. Some notable portfolio companies, they include Public Goods, Lisa Sleep, LaTorte, and Buffy, just to name a few. So if you're doing over $10,000, again, 10000 a month in revenue, find out how you can receive ClearBank capital by getting your 20-minute term sheet at clearbank.com forward success. That's ClearBank, C-L-E-A-R-B-A-N-C, bank with a C, dot com forward slash success. Stop pitching and get back to doing what you love, growing your business.
2: Yeah, no question. I think uh, the the key thing you just hit on is knowing whether it's a, a blessing at all yeah. or whether it's a hindrance. Yeah. I'm just thinking, because I promise you, I wouldn't even go in there with the video. But like if you look at it, Obviously, it was a blessing to Candace and I because it exposed us and allowed us to see, like, yo, okay, wow, this is like possible. Like people living like this, people taking vacations like this, you know, on a rig. And, you know, for us, again, 10 years later, we didn't need that same blessing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't need y'all to be like, oh, y'all going? Yeah. L- like, let's get the yeah. church fun together. You know what I'm right. saying? And nothing right. against it. I'm right. saying nothing we used against it. that, bro. And so you need Absolutely. to look at yourself. And this, is, and this is, and I promise you, I came in with all, in t- I was feeling good. I was, I had my coffee and <laughs> my granite this morning. I was Uh-oh. just coming off a trip. My kids <laughs> ain't even had a chance to get on my nerves yet. But listen, I, I hope you, like, listening to what he's saying. And it's on a scale, right? Like, it really is. Like, you should not yeah. be in the same place you were. So I'm not even tripping. You see, we got the blessing 10 years ago, and it has been blessings along the way, but we won't need that exact same assistance again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We won't need that same, yeah. and it's like, I yeah. feel like, man, yeah. people, you get so stuck, and you don't move, and there's no forward progression. Like, yo, you was complaining about your job last year, and it's this year, 365 yeah. days later, and you're still yeah. complaining. And you I don't, don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to divorce too much, but, um, I guess I can because she told me I could. So me and Lashana, um, you know, I just told her, of course, you know, shout out to L, and she was like, go ahead and share, so don't think I'm just airing about this. I don't even need insurance for this one. I love uh, Lashana. <laughs> we, we had a conversation, and I was just like, yo, for real, with the weight, you know, I'm her accountability partner. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing a bad job if we're not actually getting to it. But I told her, I said, yo, to be honest with you, I've been too laxed. Like, I've been just, like, letting you self-report you know, whatever, and I said, LaShawn, we've been having this same conversation for years, and I'm tired of it. I was like, yo, I'm tired. And she was like, yo, me too. And so I said, all right, cool, we gotta do something. And so we had to, the first thing we had to do, and she didn't wanna do it, and and I promise you we need to get her on here, but I said, yo, we gotta get on the scale, cause we don't even know where we at. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, I don't wanna get on the scale because it's gonna piss me off, I'm gonna be frustrated, I'm gonna be angry, I don't wanna get on the scale, right? And I was like, yo, you gotta get on the scale, cause we don't have no other, like, I am I need a benchmark. Like, I can't just go with right. the whole uh, pie in right. the sky, like, yo, I need you to get on the scale. And so she did, she called me and bop cussed me out. She was like, I, I hope you feel better, Now nah, I feel worse, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, cool. Like, I'm talking about like real anger, right? And I dealt with it. I was like, cool, come on. Y'all know me. I'm down for a confrontation. And I was just like, okay, I got you. I got you. Be mad, be pissed. Okay, yep, but here's where we are. All right, cool. Now we can start moving forward. And praise God, what do you know? The last few weeks, I'm not going to, you know, get into all the business, but we down, right? And we have a daily accountability where she got to send me a picture of the scale. Like, not, don't tell me no more, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing the weekly, you call and say, oh, I'm doing good, I kinda had a fall off cheat day. Mm-mm. I wanna know every single day. So now every single day, I'm getting a picture of the scale. And so this has nothing to do with Lashana. It has everything to do with those of you who are listening. You have not started, first thing you gotta do, whatever your particular situation is, you need to get on scale. You need to open up your bank yeah, account, yeah, right? You yeah. need to open up your marriage. Yeah. You need to open up yeah. your relationship with your kids. You need to yeah. open up your relationship with your parents. You need to open up your 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 business. Whatever your particular situation is, the first thing you got to do is get on the scale, right? And I feel like so many of us avoid even getting on the scale because we don't even want to know the truth for ourselves. We talked about it before. We had a whole episode where, where casters don't like going to the doctor, right? Like, I don't want to go because my man could say something I don't like. When you know that's the first step to getting it fixed is to know what actually is the problem. And so what happens is, especially in our community, we don't want to go to the doctor and take the blood test and do all of that even though we know we're not feeling right because of what they might say when that very thing is what could get us on the right track. So the very first thing you have to do is be willing to be open and expose yourself. So that's why I told Lashana, watch this gonna be the time we actually go to that level because you've taken full responsibility now. There are no excuses anymore. We know what the goal is, we know what the daily goals are, and we're gonna hold each other accountable for that, right? And so for you, and whatever, again, maybe it's weight for you listening, maybe it's business, I don't know what it is, but the very first thing you have to do is you gotta expose it and take a thorough look from a thousand feet, because right now you're too deep in it to even realize. If you heard what he just said, in his whole story, he just said, yo, somebody was paying his rent, giving him food, making sure him and his girl had furniture. And he pissed at the person because they right. all in his business. Right? That's right. just not that's being too close to the situation to right. really look at right. it. Right. Now, if right. he was outside himself from a thousand feet, he could have been like, yo, e, you tripping. <laughs> tripping. Right. tripping yeah. Bro. Yeah. But in the yeah. moment, because he's so close to it. He couldn't even see. And some of you, you so close to the situation, like yo, you beefing with your wife and you're not understanding. Like, okay, so let me give you an an, an example uh uh Oh
0: no, he hot I, nah. He up.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Let's okay. go. No, let me go. Let me go back to Mexico. I'm going back to Mexico. <laughs> but, uh, uh, book me another trip back to Mexico. Um so let me give you an example, right? So um I have a friend. Who is, uh, and I'm, I'm. This ain't no name drop stuff or nothing like that. I'm not trying to be Hollywood. Fairly high up, and I don't even know if I get this example before, right? But I'll, here's an here's an example of a marital situation where you're too close to see what's going on. So he's a fairly well known, popular person, makes a ton of money, um, travels different countries, doing it big, right? So. And his wife doesn't work, right? She's a stay-at-home mom, which is work, by the way. Don't even get me oh, started I there. She was uh, work. more right. right as we know. It the hardest right. Right. job. She doesn't work a right. conventional right. nine to five, all right? right? So, um, so he's traveling, doing all of this stuff, making great money, got a beautiful house, the kids go to private school, everything is great. So she has this project she wants to do, she wants to paint like this room in the basement. And she's waiting on him to come off the road for like, you know, have three, four days in a row where they can go paint the basement, right? So she got all the colors picked out. She's waiting to paint the basement. So he comes back, um, you know, for a couple days, but he's too tired. Babe, I just got off the road. You know what I'm saying? Base split. Man, next time I come off the road, I'm coming back in a week and a half. Let, Let me do it then. So he comes back a week and a half later. He admits to me, he's talking to me. He's like, see, I told her, like, bro, I just got off the road. I got two days, and I got to be back in Dubai. You know, I, I I can't do it. And so this time, she blew up. I'm talking about, like, you don't, you don't care about marriage, da-da-da. I'm talking about pissed, going for broke. So he calls me, and he like, dog, he like, I don't know what to do. This, this ain't working out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do all of this. And so he starts naming, like, all the things he's doing for the house and all the things he's doing for the people, da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, all of that's good. So let's look at your list of things you got to do that's of a high priority to you. He was like, all right, cool. Travel, you know, make sure my brand stays tight, make sure I make the money, make sure I do this, make sure I do that. And I had him list them from like one to 10, right? I'm like, all right, these are your things. I said, now let's do hers. Where does paint fall on that list? He was like, mm-hmm. number one. I said, exactly. And what you're doing Hmm. is taking her top priority and telling her that don't mean nothing. Your number one on your list don't mean jack to me because it ain't important to me. That's the first thing on her list is like she ain't going to Dubai. She ain't going to all these places, making all this money, you know, doing what she loves, having a great time. She wiping your kids butt and she wanna paint, like that's her thing. like And that's not even about the paint, it's about you and her spending the time together and you acknowledging the number one thing on her list. But what you've done is chose to, and I use a different word, let's say defecate on her number one thing. And you wondering why she, and he was like, yo, whoa. I promise you I didn't think of it like that. He was like, dog, I'm up here thinking it's paint. What's the big deal? I'm like, wow. And so he had a whole new revelation. But what happened is in the moment, he was too closely connected to it. So that's why you have to have accountability partners and people who can tell you the truth. Because Lashana, I love Lashana, but Lashana could tell herself everything under the world because she's too close to it. She could say, "Uh, we we had this thing with the scale. She's like, well, the scale don't always. I said, no, no, no. The scale tell the truth. Don't don't believe the height. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody then gassed you up and told you uh, but muscle weigh more than fat. We're not even to that level. At this point, if you eat right and exercise, the scale should go down. Period, point blank in the story. Mm -hmm. Somebody then gassed you up. But when you're so close... You can tell yourself a lie. That's why we went on the self-assess tour. That's why we still on the self-assess tour. That's why we will never come off the self-assess tour because most of you are too close to your own situation to actually have a realization of what's going on. And so you need to back up. So however E was able to back up off that situation and go, whoa, what what's actually happening is my mother-in-law is buying me time so I don't have to get divorced. And if I was to use this time yep, frame it, that man. I have as I a blessing... You. I, I could actually you. get us to the next yeah. level if I got yeah. out of my own way. I promise you. And some you. of you ain't, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. Some of y'all ain't No, your I'm saying,
0: way. see, bruh, I, you just said it, bruh. You too close to it. That's, and, that's, and, and, and so I didn't see what my mother-in-law was doing. Saving me doggone time. And so what we have to talk about on the next podcast or at a conference, a marriage conference, when I keep saying, and again, y'all have to listen to this. I'm not saying what I'm saying so I can sound deep or so you can listen to this podcast. I'm saying it because if you keep doing what you're doing, nothing is gonna change. You're not gonna be able to get to another level. And C keeps saying, you're too close to it. That's the that's what I was trying to say when I say you owe you. When I said, if you got a product and in 30 days it don't work, bro, not only are you taking it back, you are irate. How dare you sell me a product that didn't work? You are irate. But C said it, you're so close to you, and what I say about people's kids, I swear to you, I see it all the time. I was just talking to somebody yesterday and they were telling me what, I promise you if somebody else's child would have did the same thing to them that they said their child did, I promise you they probably would have got them. But because you're so close to your child, you you, want, you you only want to see the good. You don't want to see the reality. You don't want to deal with the fact that they just did something that they ain't got no business doing. And if it becomes a habit, that you in trouble. But because they're your child and you love them, you overlook I promise you, you we definitely it. don't
2: have enough insurance in the bucket. <laughs> we don't. Hey, both of y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, we do not have enough insurance. But we're listen you know, to what you know E said and take heed. We tried you, to go so, there so, one and, and time, and, I, yeah, and it was met with, <laughs> when I say ultimate resistance, mm. ultimate resistance, and let's just say it did not work out in their favor. And what he is saying is so critical and so true. We don't have enough insurance for that, though. E, sorry.
0: But I'm saying you're too Even close. with the full coverage. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 so what, and so what you have to do is, if you won't change, you have to be able to pull away. What is saying, you got to be able to pull away. And when you pull away, then you got to be able to look at that boy and go, you know what? It's not that I'm taking up for my child or taking up for myself. That's not the problem. The problem is if I continue to do it. N- nothing is going to change.
2: Oh, but like, listen I'm to me though. To- that's the you don't make it sound simple cuz that's the hardest part of the whole thing cuz once you pull away to look at it, now you could see bruh. now you could see all the imperfections and you'd have no excuses about them when you pull away. When you I'm telling you when you snuggle so close to that thing, you could tell like I, you could literally make up Anything in your whatever mind. You, you could tell yourself a million you excuses. Yeah. He could be like, yeah. yo, I yeah. was 19, I was homeless, I got myself into college. Who she thinks she is? I'm enrolled in school now. I'm doing way better than anybody in my fan. Don't she know what my daddy was never in my like thought? You could have had all of them. And I'm sure all of those are running through your head when you were super close to the situation. But once you pull back, but when you pull back, it exposed you know what I'm saying? Once you pull it off, it's like, "Whoa, okay, I got to really look the really good thing." But here's the deal though,
0: see, it does it does hurt. It does hurt. And that's the thing I think a lot of y'all got to deal with. It is going to be painful. The truth hurts. But as soon as you see the truth. So my guy was at the at the crib and my guy was like, "E, I wasn't trying to be nosy, but I saw all them checks on your counter." <laughs> I saw all them checks, bro. I'm like, "I'm like, whoa, E, and you just got them sitting on the counter." Like you ain't even, like them <laughs> jokers, my man, like I looked at the dates on some of them jokers and you ain't even cash them. He was like, yo, E, if I had made that kind of money, bro, I promise you, I would. them jokers would have been in the bank. Here's what I said to him, bro, this easy. This easy, making money is easy. And he said, what do you mean by that? I said, well, first of all, I took the assessment test with Chris three years ago, three years and some change. It come up to September, it be four years. I was like, yo, I took the test. He was like, what does that have to do anything? What C just said, one, when I took the test, I got on a scale. And when I got on a scale, what the scale showed me is you mad gifted. But because you didn't take school serious, you got some issues and your C is low. So you got some major issues you got to deal with. You got to deal with, you got to deal with birthday. You got to deal with that. You got to deal with the fact that you're you're saying ambulance. lamps. You got to deal with that. <laughs> and you're wondering why you can't get. And so here's where it hurts, See. It's like, okay, so let's just say, you know, C might be like E, that ain't how you supposed to say it. C, it hurts because it's like, yo, bruh, you acting like I wanted to say birthday, bruh. You acting like I want to say Amber lamps. You you acting like I wanted to put myself in a position where I couldn't um, do corporate work. You acting like I made this, I didn't make this up. This is where I grew up at. And they told me it was okay. So, so, what happens when the people tell you it's okay to say it, and then you find out when you get to a certain place in your life, and you're gifted and talented, and want to be able to do something else, you can't do it because it's not okay. So now you hurt because you like shoot. You, you, you said you told me birthday. You told me library. You told me library. I went to school for twelve years, and you t- nobody told me it was not okay to say library. No, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? See, so now it's this thing of shoot. Now I got to start all over again. You literally, I got to start all over again, and I got to train my my brain to say something different and to hear something different but guess what i said e you hit you by 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 somebody telling you it's not library it's library you got the answer so i told my boy i said here's how i started making all this money i looked at all the things that i was doing wrong and came up with a plan for it It, that so i didn't follow through man let me tell y'all what happened to me this week bruh so when i started studying the test i realized and y'all heard me say this before, but I want to put it in context for the people that's listening. I realize I'm a high eye, which we call a, um, a, a flight attendant. Right. And that's the person that's responsible for like when people come on, like you give them the energy or whatever. I've been a, I've been that my whole life. But when I start really paying attention to that's me, I, when I tell y'all I went in. So when C was like, yo, E, you text me, I know what you were saying. That's because I'm doing something that ain't my gift. Like, that's not what I do. I speak. Do you know listen y'all got to listen to me please listen to what I'm telling you do you know how close the microphone button is to the text <laughs> to the text boy like they right there next to each other like if you want to send somebody a text and you go text or if you want to say a message it's right there and you know what I start doing pushing the mic cuz that's where I'm gifted at and when I talk people don't misunderstand me when I talk you feel that body language you feel that passion you feel that energy It come off way sweeter than when i text why was i texting because everybody else was texting but once i found out what i was i was like yo e you need to start operating your gift but as soon as i found out what my gift was i found out what my weakness was so this this last week i've gone to schools and murdered it but you know what i've never done i never follow up i called a coach C and was like yo coach what do you need from me how can i help you he told me what he needed he was like i need you to reach out to my child I reached out to his child, followed through. Now, maybe I didn't do it in the first hour that I could have, but I got it in 24 hours. I hit little man up. Little man hit me back and was like, E, bruh." He said, I listened to your message 10 times because I thought somebody sent me the message. I never thought somebody with your wisdom and on your caliber would literally send me a video. He said, but I listened to it 10 times and I, and I finally heard you say my name. Do you understand saying people's names, CJ, is my gift? I'm a people person. When I when I say your name, I read that in How to Win Friends and Influence People years ago. Yeah, I just, ago and I I just wasn't felt good
2: when you said it. my whole name right there. You know what I'm saying? I felt kind of you, you feel good. me? You,
0: know you
2: feel me? You ain't called me and CJ saying, in a long time.
0: You feel me? And so I'm just saying, when I what you said, when I got on the scale, I realized, okay, like, and I'm being real. I get on the scale today, I can go... I can look at my family, like my brothers on my father's side, I can look at people on my mother's side and I can go, okay, E, you doing some good stuff. Even though you may not be where you wanna be, as a family, if you don't work out and eat right, this is how we look, like bottom line, like we ain't necessarily small people. So I can the get club. on the scale and go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, and I'm and and I'm and I, you know, they might be listening. So we ain't that big. Oh no, but that's but, that's but, that's hey. but, 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 but I'm just saying, like, cause they could the be listening. Ain't I need no some
2: yeah. I think Carl might be yeah, the yeah. only you one. You know what
0: I'm saying? See, you know what I'm saying. I might need insurance for him though, cause they listening <laughs> might take this the wrong way. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? They, they living good, <laughs> you, you eating good. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying. It's, it's worse place. So I can get on the. Yeah, that's what I said. So I can get on the scale and go. All right, E, you're doing some things right, and here's some things you're doing wrong. And I think that's why some of you are afraid to get on the scale, yep. because all you want to concentrate on is what you're not doing right, and that's what gets overwhelming, and that's what gets frustrating. No, get on the scale. The scale is going to show you, if I get on a scale and I'm 230, the scale is actually showing me, like, yo, I could easily be 250, 260. But what the scale is also showing me is like, yo, E, you're not at the age anymore where you can eat those kind of carbs. Like, you're just not at that age no more. It doesn't mean that you never have to eat carbs again. It don't mean you got to give up macaroni and cheese for the rest of your life. But what it does mean is your body is not, your, your metabolism is not working at the speed it worked when you were, let's say, 25, and you could drink Coke, you could drink sugar, drink calories, and your body would just naturally Get rid of them for you. You're not at that age anymore. You're at an age uh-huh. now where oh, actually man. it takes longer to burn <laughs> calories than it did before.
2: You oh, feel me? So what does that is mean? The understatement. That's the understatement of 2019. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, not uh, at all. Can't burn <laughs> it at all.
0: You feel me? It need help. Oh, but watch this, I'll guys. You
2: my my uh, new
0: metabolism ate my old one. <laughs> oh, I promise we you. Just, and just and so, hey. If yours ain't yours, I don't even have one no more. But watch this. <laughs> I, got, I got three cars sitting in my, my driveway. One is a 2012 Mercedes. One is a 2015 Escalade. One is a 2004 BMW, 745 Li. Watch this, guys. I love the 745 Li, the driving experience. It's a 2004. It's a better driving experience. To me, the body of it and the color of it it's the best vehicle me and Diddy has ever had. But you know what? One, the radiator leaked, so I had to take it. Josh his uh, Josh looked out, rebuilt it. But because of the type of car it is, it also, no matter how you do it, it leaks oil. Listen to me, guys. That vehicle is the best vehicle I have in terms of performance, but she requires the most attention. I got to put more oil in it. I got to take it to the shop more frequently. It's all kind of stuff I got to do with it. But watch this. I ain't getting rid of it because it's it's a beautiful vehicle. I ain't getting rid of it because of the challenges that it had. I just got to give it more attention. And so for some of you, you get overwhelmed and go, how did I get here in my marriage? How did I get here in my finances? How did I get here in my relationship with my kids? How is it that I'm mentally you know, stressed out? How is it that I ha- I'm, 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 I'm yep. what do they call it, um, 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 uh, bipolar? How did I get to a place of a depression? Look yep. guys, it's okay, it's okay. And what you're doing is saying, I've gone too far. No, you haven't. Get on a scale, diagnose it for what it is, and then say, oh, here's what I need to do to make the adjustment. So I took the assessment. Chris showed me what I was, what I need to work on, showed Didi what she was, what she needed to work Uh. on. Didi and I got together, put the test together and said, "Okay, here's the plan of how we can do it. And listen to me. We've not had a drag out fight like we used to have. Why? Because has anything changed? Didi still Didi. I'm still me. We ain't we ain't neither. Neither one of us has gone. Well, I'm going to be a punk or I'm going to be soft, or I'm going to compromise to make you happy. We just don't live like that. Didi ain't scared. to Like anything Didi feels, she is not intimidated by me. She is not scared to speak her mind. She ain't going to be like, I ain't going to say that because I don't want to piss Eric off. But because we have gotten on the scale and we took the assessment, now Didi knows how to talk to me. So she ain't about to not say nothing. She ain't about to look at me and go, I'm not about to push my man. Didi, like, I want you to be 42 years old like Brady and get a 2 year extension for 71 million dollars i'm gonna push your butt you're gonna be Mm. the best but now i'm not gonna push you like a gorilla now because i understand how you like to be communicated to based on the test i know how you want to be communicated to so we still gonna communicate like you still gonna be told about yourself but now i'm gonna do it in a way that fits your personality and I'm seeing so many differences with my son. I used to be screaming at my man and hollering at my man, and all he would do is get timid and pull back. And now I realize like, yo, I still gotta say something to you about that. Like I can't pretend like I didn't see it. You feel me? Like, I can't pretend like you ain't picking up weight. I'm gonna say something to you about it, but I'm not gonna say it in a way that is going to make you go, man, I might as well give up because I'm too fat. I'm gonna say it in a way where I'm gonna say, hey, yo. Here's some good things you've done because you're still alive. You know what I'm saying? Like you're still breathing. So here's some good things you've done. Man, but here's that's the new barrier you for your yeah. fitness. Well, I'm still alive? I'm just
2: saying. You're <laughs> still alive. The good Lord ain't took me yet. <laughs> you feel
3: me? So, we, so hey. we can make some changes, bro. <laughs> hey, I am. I'm, Talk I'm to just me, like, Carl. For, for real, over here. I'm just sitting out, like for real, like in learn mode, because I'm saying that the thing that most people want. And I'm speaking from a male perspective, but I applies. most people want respect flat out. And yep. people see you, they yep. respect you, they respect your yep. family. And yep. the weird thing that I'm thinking about is like respect. It, it doesn't come from just I respect E.T. E.T. respect me back. It don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you only earn respect. And back to what he said in, in the clip, when you have self-respect, when you respect yourself, when you yep. take full responsibility for yourself, yep. your happiness, yep. your yep. family. Dude, uh-huh. when you do that, like, get it? Like, again, we try to earn respect from people and do all that. But no, it comes when you take full responsibility for yourself, your family, your finances, your marriage, the stuff we just talked about. And I'm sitting here thinking like, yo, it's kind of counterintuitive because you feel like if I just respect my man, you know, be di- like you said, be diligent, be a good person. You know what I mean? Just do, you know, whatever. But no, it comes when you take full, I'm talking about, and I'm stressing it, full responsibility for your happiness. That means whatever dream you have, Whatever goal you have, whatever your family's supposed to look like, you're taking full. Not that you can't get help, support, but you are taking full responsibility for that. And I'm tripping because, again, most people are not seeing it that way. Most people are looking like we're going to get there off of, like, if I show love to this dude or if I show love and this, you know what I'm saying? If I connect with this person, no, it comes when you show full, like, take, like I said, take full responsibility. Nobody else, I mean, I, 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 again, and y'all know I ain't the one to ever need the insurance. I'm the safe one. But ain't nobody care about your happiness but you. Like, right. like let that sink in. Right. It ain't nobody right. else care about right. you and your family being right. happy. Your mom love you right. and all that, but she got her right. own to take care of. Nobody else care about it the way you care about it. So if that's, the, if that's in fact, the truth, nobody care about your weight but you. I ain't got to walk around with it. Like, I don't care. Yep. Like I, and, and I care yep. about you. Don't get me wrong. But the energy that I'm yep. going to put to it is not me. And as much as I love you and care for you, it is not me. So I can't care about you and your self-respect and your weight and your marriage the way you can care about it. So at the end of the day, for real, for real, if you are not going to do it for you and the people around you that you love, then, like, I i don't know how to say this, but is it possible to get it done if you're not
0: going to do it for you? Right. If you eating salads in front of me or eating a one-bite-a-meal car in front of me, but you know that ain't how you got to three, 400 pounds, but, but you're so worried about me and me respecting you, that you don't respect yourself enough to do whatever you want to do. like I, yeah. yeah. like i And I'm not saying, like for real, I promise you, like I said, I didn't grow up, now ain't nobody necessarily morbid or obese, but I ain't necessarily grow up with uh, thin people in my family. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not the dude that's looking <laughs> at you going, you weigh 400 pounds, I'm judging you. But I'm saying, why would you go? I'm going to be different in front of Eric. Why would you have more concern about how I feel about you oh. than you feel about yourself? You know what I'm A saying? you like, too close
2: you, to it. Y'all not hearing what you, I'm saying? You too close yeah, come to up, it. Come-
0: How how close? you looking at yourself in the mirror. I guess that is close. (laughs) No, but I'm saying
2: you could live with your own reasoning when you close to it and you don't have to expose it. Mm -hmm. You could say, Mm -hmm. oh, it's because of this. Oh, it's because of that. Oh, you know, my family, my genetics. I hurt my foot. I had an injury. You can make all the excuses in the world, but, you know, you can't make them outwardly. Right. So therefore, if I'm in front of you. I'm going to eat the salad, not the pizza, because I'm going to try to make it look a certain way, because you may not be able to understand the excuses that's going on in my mind. Does that make sense?
3: Oh, perfect yeah. sense. So but, I don't want to, expo- you know what
2: I'm saying? I don't want to expose all of that.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying it scares me, see, because then can we really ever fix it?
2: No, no, you right. can't. That's that's my whole point. That's why, you wow. know, that's why I said, oh, OK, no, no, no. Okay. We got to get on the scale. We have to look. Like, think about that. And, and again, this isn't even about weight. This this has nothing to do about weight. It's a microcosm. And by the way, we just need to get, Lashana need to come on the podcast and I'll invite her on because we are going to win on this journey, right? Period. No this question. is the time. I told no her, question. I'm not playing no more. Like, if this don't work, you on your own. But I'm with you. I'm all yeah. in. So yeah. understand something. When you get on, it hurts for a minute, but now you know what's up. The second thing, you know what I had her do? What she got to do today? And again, this is, you know, I believe in helping folks, so I'm sure she wouldn't care if I shared. I told her like, yo, I need to just go buy an outfit for whatever your ideal size and weight is. Hang that up. No, I told her, and she was like, okay, I'll do it on Monday. I was like, absolutely. So I I will get a text. I said, send me a picture of the dress, the shirt, the blouse, the skirt, the pants, whatever it is. Send me a pic. I want you to buy it, and I want it to be expensive. Like, don't buy no cheap. You know what I'm saying? You done went to Kmart, Target. Nah, go get you. I'm talking about a fire outfit that you're going to wear. I said, I want you to hang that in the closet. And I want you But I'm talking about front and center, above all your regular clothes. So you got to get by it every single day. I said, we're going to win this time. Because one thing I love about being open and transparent and just living in freedom is two things. One, you he just said it. You could look at the roadmap. If you really look, you go, oh, this is how I got here. You know, for myself, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. You went on vacation for two weeks and was smashing, and now you pissed because you came back and you your, your jeans fit like all of a sudden you got millennial skinnies on. When I left, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- that's oh, no, just course, the that open and honest. That's just <laughs> real. they poo yeah, That's just poo Hey, that's yeah. why I love jeans. I love wearing <laughs> jeans, bro. I could put on my sweats and tell myself i didn't gain a pound they Not feel the same as they felt when i uh, left bro you put on them better. jeans
0: they felt bad
2: like, <laughs> when did i get thighs you know what i'm saying like yeah. bro you get no thick. belt needed no belt needed no belt uh, bro belt i'm trying to come off the top button you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. so but but that's called that's called an accountability partner the jeans are an accountability partner the scale is an accountability partner and if you have that open honest Conversation, then we good. The other thing is, if you have the scale, if you have these things, you could look at it and start looking at it in stages. Because again, when you look at the whole picture, sometimes it's too intimidating, right? We look at the scale and go, oh God, okay, I'll, even though I looked and I assessed and this is how I got here, it, it I have to get all of this back in a month. It's not going to happen like that. It, it's not, it, it ain't going to take, it took you 20 years to get this size, it ain't going to take a month to get it off. It may not take five months to get it off. It may not take a year to get it off, but it will come off. But what I love about the scale is we can always see daily if we're making the right decisions and as long as the scale is headed down, we good. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's headed down, we're good. You don't have to lose 100 pounds overnight. We don't have to do that. We have to make sure it's headed down every single day and so it allows us to set many goals, right? Small wins, we talk about it all the time. Small wins create momentum. So if you look up in and in two weeks from now, you eight pounds down from where we started. And I could send you a picture of the scale two weeks ago. I'm like, man, we eight pounds down. You could see that momentum you're going to keep going. And so if you don't know and you're not weighing yourself on a daily and you don't have that accountability on a daily basis, what happens is you could tell yourself lies. You could tell yourself, oh, I drank. I think I drank a gallon of water. I think I ate healthy. I think I did this. I think I because if you ain't weighing yourself day to day, you wouldn't know. And so that's how you look up. A, that's why I said. That's why I started this whole talk with when you look up a year later and you in the same spot. It can't happen. It cannot happen. You cannot tell me you was uh, 275 pounds today and then you so committed to losing weight and next year this exact same time you 276. It's, it's just th- them two just don't line up.
0: Yeah, you did something wrong. So you and did and even something if you wrong. tried, yeah, even if you tried. Because some of you be like, you tried, you did something wrong. And you have Uh, to listen to me.
2: Yeah, well, try.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but but here's the deal. Y'all gotta do me a favor. You have to, this is step one. You have to tell the truth. Right? You have to accept the truth. Number two, after you accept the truth, you cannot come up with an excuse to make it okay uh, about that truth. You cannot do it, right? So so, so so when the teachers told my mother what I was doing in the classroom, I can I the only thing that, the only way it can change is that my mother has to take responsibility for that truth, that my son is messing up in the classroom. My mother cannot go. Is the teacher didn't do this and the teacher didn't do that. And that's what we're starting to see a lot of. So I'm not even saying you need to change, but be woman enough, man enough. When you see something wrong, don't make an excuse for it because you cannot change what you make an excuse for. You cannot do it. Once you justify it, at that point, it's over. It's done. No change can happen. You have to say, when they said to me after the second or third time Jada took the SAT, she has a learning disability. Do you understand as a parent, you don't want to hear that? See? Carl, I don't want to hear that. I'm an educator. Your daughter has a learning disability. She does not understand math. She does not understand science. Doggone it. I remember C's story about math. (laughs) I remember your story about math. See, and how you try to do all of this and you had to go back to this and what that did to you. So immediately when I hear my daughter has a learning disability, I'm hearing problems. But the one thing I had to do was I couldn't go off on the dude that I paid the money for. And I'm telling you, they knew I was ETD Hip Hop preacher. They met me through a very popular contact. My man was hurt. He did not want to have that conversation with me. He said, "I know we didn't we did it a couple times and we try to make some adjustments. Bottom line, she just don't see it. She just don't understand math. It does not it, it does not register in her brain." So I got two choices to make. I'm talking to all People out there, whether it's a personal challenge you got as a family member, I could have, who wants to, everybody want to say how smart their kids are. Everybody want to brag about how their kids get concepts that nobody else has. Like, we all want to be able to take pictures of our kids in their glory and speak of their glory. As a father, I didn't mm. want to hear she had a learning disability. Mm. Like, that hurt. I'm an educator. Was I not doing what I was supposed to do? How did I miss it all these years? How did these teachers miss it? She and doggone. She going to college now. Is, is Michigan State not going to accept her? There was a lot of stuff running through my head, see? But the inability to self-assess and I had to self-assess and not make excuses. Oh, well, she went to a predominantly white school. She had no black professor. Jayden had no black professors at Grand Ledge High, not one. They had one black faculty. But I don't know what my man was, an janitor. advisor or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what or my gym, man was. Basketball. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> a janitor. Yeah, he wasn't a janitor, right? And then even with that, it wasn't like he was rallying behind my daughter. I've had issues of racism with Jada at whatever. Teachers wanting to t- What's your hair? Uh, kids using the N word. We've been See, I could have I could have done the whole nine. But at the end of the day, I know what Jada wanted to do. She wanted to go to San Diego State University or she wanted to go to Michigan State at this particular junction in her life. And I went to Jada and said, yo, Jada, sweetheart, I got something to tell you. You got to learn a disability in math and science. We got to put a plan together. We got to put a plan together, sweetheart. What, 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 what are we going to do? Went to Michigan State, gave them all the stuff. We talked, ended up getting blessed. They sent her a letter saying you accept it, but it's on a provisional basis. You need to boom 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 and my daughter and i sat down and looked at the curriculum you got to take iss you got to take isb you cannot you got you got to take this is the science route right here you got you got to take at least 1825 right we, let's do that in the summer then you got to take this and then that and 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 let's go get the expensive ty, uh, calculator let's learn how to use the expensive calculator and jada was like all right dad let's go Jada was like, all right, dad, let's go. And I told y'all, my daughter is in her fourth year with 12, 16 credits left. And mm. could have finished if she wanted to earlier. Where where her brother don't wow. have no learning de- deficiency. And it took him all the four. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he had you know, 14 credits probably, 12, 14 the last semester. He, he had to, let, like, literally go. Why? Because I didn't make no excuse for Jada. I didn't go in there and try to sugarcoat it. Because I knew I could sugarcoat it. I could say what I needed to say and make her feel good. But she got to go to college and she got to sit down and take somebody class. And that professor is not going to treat her like her mom and daddy going to treat her. All he knows is a five, six, three, nine, two. That's all my man. No, he don't know Jada. He's not about to get Jada no shortcut. He's not about to, um, um, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, coddle Jada. He's not about to do it. He's about to treat her like any other student, whether you are a math genius, whether you decent, whether you suck. He don't care. And so I didn't prepare Jada for the house. I prepared Jada for the real world and said, Jada, we got some work to do. ISB is hard for kids who are smart in math. ISS is hard. Well, we, we got to put a plan together, Jada. And Jada was like, all right, let's go. Let's put the plan together. I, I got average skill, but I got phenomenal will, Dad. So let's go in here and make it happen. And she used that chip. She used that chip to go in there and handle her business. So I'm saying to you, if you're overweight, whatever you are, you are a parent, like, yo, you ain't helping nobody by acting like you don't see it. You're not helping them. Now, you might, you might be making it easier at that moment because you don't want to deal with whatever work you got to put in. But I'm telling you, we're not helping people when we lie to people. We're not helping people when we don't hold people accountable. And so just go ahead. Look, I'm not telling you to do nothing, but when you know something is the truth, don't try to, you know, don't try to, um, I don't even know the word I'm using, offset it, um, ignore it, downplay it, push it to the side, act like it don't exist. Don't do that. Accept it for what it is. Jada has a learning disability. We got to work with that. We got to fix that. We got to get tutors. We got to get extra support. We got to get extra help. But my daughter will be marching across the stage just like her brother walked across the stage. And my daughter is applying for grad school. She got a couple schools that she's applying to grad school for. Um, and she already filled out the application. She's just waiting for October 1st when, you, you know, when, when, when it actually releases. And she's going to be in grad school. And she already told hey, me she that. she did it ahead my, of schedule, didn't she? No questions asked. Uh, no questions asked. And yeah. she said, the master's degree, we're going to do that quick because I'm getting a PhD with the learning disability. Mm. So I'm just saying, guys, we don't help people. We don't, I, I wouldn't have helped Jada if I made excuses. Well, you know, Jada, our family didn't really do school like that. You don't have to feel bad about it. No, I'm like, Jada, you're going to go to college. You're going to get your master's. You're going to get your PhD because that's what you want. And you're just going to have to find a way to get extra help in this um, in this math thing. So please, y'all. The inability to self-assess is not going to help anybody. None of our kids are perfect. We not perfect. Our spouses ain't perfect. Our boss ain't perfect. The job we work at ain't, per- ain't nothing perfect. There's no reason to lie or pretend like something is what it is when it's not because it means we're going to have to do a little bit more work. Just do the extra work and everybody is going to benefit from it when you do the extra work.
2: You know what else you're going to benefit from?
0: No, see, what? Uh, Tell me. I need uh, to uh, benefit, uh, see. Tell me. Funny
2: you Uh, ask, Carl. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey,
2: the Segway King is back. (laughs) Organifi. (laughs) Organifi. If you yes, or your loved one want to go to the next level and tell yourself the truth, the truth is you need more greens in your life, right. okay? That's right. The Absolutely. truth is you no got to go to the next level and oh, get yeah. more greens in your yeah, life. And no how question. do you do that? Yeah. Funny you should ask. Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS, all right? And take you and your family to the next level. Your health is important, dog. All this we're talking about, it don't even matter if you're not healthy, all right? So, uh i suggest the green juice start with that shout out to everybody who comes to the conference with their organifi i had the Organifi. oh man let me tell you something candace and i had the organifi everywhere i think i actually sent nikki a picture she may have posted it on uh on the gram or something but yeah we was on the organifi heavy uh out there in mexico man just put it in your bottle of water shake it up best way to do it boom all of a sudden you got uh all kind of greens just i don't know like uh, 50 different uh, vegetables right there. All right. So um and the best part about it, man, I like the taste. He, he doesn't necessarily love the taste of the green juice. I do. I but think it's it good, tastes great. Do yo. um, for you. Yeah, he likes to go. We got the red, whatever I your your choice. But go to Organifi.com and check it out. Look at all the ingredients. Look at all the stuff, you know, the benefits of it for real, man. More energy. Um, you know, just mental clarity throughout the day, all of that, man. So Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS, all right? I can't believe y'all getting this podcast for free, by the way. I was sitting there while you were talking, like, this can't be free. This (laughs) cannot be free. Like, hey, so if y'all want to, hey, y'all like, yo, I I can't believe this is free either. All we ask that you do is share it with somebody, like, for real. Make sure they listen. Make sure they download it. You know, and we could, you know, at least get our numbers up since we're doing this for free every week. Because I promise you, uh, the the heat that Doctor Thomas is giving out right now is uh, should be should be paid for. But y'all getting it free because y'all know about the podcast and y'all been rocking with us for a grip. So, um, matter of fact, like I say, probably ninety percent. Remember when I used to ask like, who listened to the podcast, and it'd be like twenty percent of the crowd? No,
3: not no more. I think
2: now it's like ninety some percent. So. Um, you know, people finding out about what's going on. Um, but yeah, we, we appreciate y'all listening and rocking with us. And, uh, we, we'll let it, we'll let it continue to be free for now. All right. So who knows uh, once we get this no, deal, play. I'm trying to sell out. So I'm trying the gorilla to see it really going up in me. I just it's ain't a, been to sell time out before a deal I pull yet. the
0: cord. <laughs> What'd you say E? I said, the gorilla in me is going all the way up. It's only a matter of time before I pull the free cord. Oh, I'm I promise mean, <laughs> you.
2: Yeah, oh, you're going to have to pay for it. And um, so uh, all those uh, agencies out there, we are free agents, okay? So oh, Apple, Spotify, who else, Carl? Yeah, hey, I man? got
3: a couple of them calling. Like, well, uh-huh. let them know. If, if the price week. is right, yeah. we,
2: will, uh, we will We We will d- gladly sell out, okay? Because I'm going <laughs> to sell out show. <laughs> I need to get back to Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I need oh, to get right. back to Mexico. No, I told right. Candace, she like, you can't work? We need to focus on. I said, but if I can't work, you can't FaceTime the kids. How about that? Mm. She trying to, we got, we there one day. She talking about FaceTime the kids. I said, have you lost your mind? We just got away from them jokers. It's, I think right, it's just right. like a mom and dad thing. I don't know, You talked about it too. I'm like, she's like, you don't miss the kids? I said, mm-hmm. uh, what, how what does Hertz say it? Not exactly. <laughs> right, <laughs> said, right, right. So, um, all right, well, I'm not gonna do Ask ET because I got a lot of work to do today. Um, and so, and you all got way too much already, so. Um, Carl, let us know about all the fantastic things that ECA has going on. We're actually in New York. I know that much because by the time you hear this, we'll be about ready to rock and roll. What else we got?
3: Yep. so New York this weekend, August 23rd, 24th. Uh, New Orleans, September 12th to 13th in D.C., the 5th, October 5th and 6th. This is the 1%, and we're talking about living that 1% lifestyle, going to Mexico, well, not with CJ, because mm. Candace will shoot you all down, mm. but maybe staying in the condo down from CJ um, in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Once you get that 1% lifestyle. Oh, yeah, no, that's the work
2: one. We good. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure the solo one. So that one, I'm going to be partying.
3: Oh, no, I'm telling them to go next to you the next time you're going. Not for the trip. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, under yeah. 1%. Just under 1% oh, okay, lifestyle. yeah, 1%. Just yeah, for out. sure. Yeah, um, yeah, but, absolutely. of course, we have next year, April 25th. CJ hinted at go. it before, but Riviera Maya, y'all. We going to Mexico. See when the sky of it for us, y'all. Um, oh, and bro, he came back and, and he said C-M-T. that the fruits C-M-T. are plentiful, the land of milk <laughs> and honey, See, bro, y'all. Yeah. So you do not want to miss. Hey, and if y'all think the free content you get now is dope, which it is we're gonna triple down on that for you if you're in mexico get ready get ready you there oh, from. Me. we talked about marriage we talked about health we're talking about everything we're putting the full package together man so make sure y'all there April 25th to May 1st phenomenal life 2020 Carl, yeah
0: give me a give me a link to um give me a link to that assessment because I know there's some people that was like okay E, I need to jump on top of that so me let me follow up
3: on that, E, because we're doing, we doing a couple things. I'm, I'm going to get a few next week. Let me follow up on that.
0: Carl, did we do did we do Maryland? Did we give them the dates for Maryland? Maryland gonna yeah. sell out quick. Yeah, yeah Maryland's our biggest the, one. So October yeah, yeah, 5th or 6th, Yeah, yep, get that. I'm, I promise y'all, for real, this ain't, I ain't gassing. Maryland is one of those cities. The DMV, I promise you, it's always super-duper packed. We got people in government. We got people in law. We got people... Uh, I'm talking about network marketing companies. They always hit me like, E, save me 20. E, save me 10. So I promise you when I tell you, if you come into Maryland, make sure you get your tickets fast because they go out fast. All right, see, I'm ready for the nugget if that's what we're doing. I don't know what's next.
2: Um, yeah, I think that should be next. I was actually, uh, your son just called me, so I was trying to text with him. So I actually oh, yeah. he forgot what else I was about to nine. say. But uh um, yeah, I'm sorry yes no you're good um yeah why don't we get uh a nugget of the day so that we can all go and uh get our day started
0: yes yes so based on the content you heard today i want you to just do it like for real just do it all right so two things just do it meaning get started and just do it as much as you can all right so just do it don't be overwhelmed i mean for real somebody's listening to this. And I know, see, you know, we tease and joke and laugh, but like you burning right now, like it hurts. You like, man, like you heard something today that you like, man, I got to deal with that, that you had probably been avoiding. And you like, man, I got to deal with that. And I didn't want to deal with it. It's very uncomfortable. I didn't ask for it. I don't know how it happened. I don't know where it came from, you know, and you would you would prefer to pretend like it does not exist. I must I remind you that it's not going to go away. Man, I remind you, if you don't put it in check now, it's gonna become a habit, right? Either for you, your children, your your career, like it's gonna be a habit. And so you have an opportunity right now, just do it. You have an opportunity to get started, no matter how uncomfortable it is, you know, no no matter how overwhelming it is. Carl said yesterday, you are looking at a thousand piece puzzle, like don't look at the thousand piece puzzle, just look at the edges and say, we're gonna put all the edges together, right? And then we're gonna put all the, you know what I'm saying? Let's work with the color scheme but don't get overwhelmed and look at the whole thing pick one spot right and get started and then pick one spot and just do it take take the small part or portion that you can do and get that done and tomorrow just do it just get started do a little small part then the next day just do it you you feel me and you just keep doing it and you're going to wake up one day and whatever that mountain was is going to be a small molehill Hey man, appreciate that
2: nugget of the day. Appreciate y'all listening, man. This has uh, been a rough couple podcasts for some of y'all. And you know what I mean? We know for those of you still listening, next week we're going to talk about puppies and rainbows and sunshine <laughs> cats. Yeah,
1: and key cats and flowers
2: and just yeah. all the clouds, all the beautiful yeah. things yeah. of the world. The and we're going to let E. Stop uh, teeing off on y'all. Take off. So. Let me
0: take off next week. That's probably the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm probably going to uh-huh. have to take off next week. Yeah, uh-huh. next
2: week we're going to have a much more relaxed vibe. And uh, yeah, we're not going to be on your head. But anyway, uh appreciate y'all listening. We love you. We'll see you next week.
0: I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this. You concentrate on this opportunity.